And welcome to the latest edition of the Firmware Update, episode 212. I'm one of your hosts, Falcon Spinetti. Joining me as always, Joe Garcia. Hey there. Hey, buddy. How you been? You know, I've been okay. It's 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 been a while. It's been a few weeks since we've done this. Um, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I, I've... I'm doing pretty well, uh, getting used to my new job. And uh, fun fact, uh, 50% of the workforce quit, which, uh, you know, <laughs> just uh, spelled it out, essentially just left me and my manager for a good two weeks there. So I was pretty <laughs> fucking exhausted for a while. <laughs> but we've got two people, one guy totally new, one guy who actually knows what he's doing with electronics. So that's helping us out tremendously. So things are starting to relax a little bit here. So I'm I'm super now, and uh, yeah. Aside from that, uh, wife is leaving the job she hates too, so that's great. So hopefully mm-hmm. she'll find one she likes. And what about you, Joe? How you been? Uh, you know, I've been, uh, you know, I guess pretty busy myself here. Uh, you know, hours at the hotel have been pretty erratic, so I've been keeping up, <laughs> you know, my rent money because you got to pay rent. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, filling in the blanks uh, with. With that, their ride sharing, uh, that can be pretty lucrative if, if you try. But yeah, it's it's been yeah it's been pretty slow actually over here. <laughs> ah, daggone. Yeah, Sorry, I, like like I've been catching up on my backlog a little bit more than anything. Uh, finally started Yakuza Kiwami, uh, which is pretty great. Still pretty good. Yeah, it was already a great game, and they just uh, you know what? Let's make this great game even greater and (laughs) so i'm really interested to see how you like it because you because they're adding like a ton more story so that you get a lot of more perspectives in this one so yeah they did or at least i figured they did because there's a lot of references to to stuff from yakuza zero which you know i don't think you know obviously you know they they might have like i've never played the game's original release you know on ps2 so i can't say whether those references to to you know majima's and, and and kiryu's you know, backstories are in there or not, but some of the stuff gets pretty specific. <laughs> so, so I'm like, man, did they, did they add some of this context for, for Kiwami? And, you know, I figured they did, but. Oh, they definitely did. I, I played through the original on PS1 with the original awful English dubbed voice acting. <laughs> like the only one who cared was maybe Elijah Dushku and of course Mark Hamill. And that was, that was really it. <laughs> and it was all, and unfortunately they were bogged down because they were told to, they were literally told to curse as much as humanly possible because shows like The Sopranos and whatnot were really yeah, big yeah. into that. So, uh, but yeah, like all the stuff from Zero that they're all the times and stuff that's new, and uh, all the stuff you'll see with uh, Nishi in the in Nishiki, excuse me, in this yeah. one that's all brand new too. That just so you can see what happened to cause what happened with him to happen. So it's, uh, mm. it's actually a really, really well-told joint. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's, 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 it's really fantastic so far. Um, you know, obviously the, like that, <laughs> that Majima everywhere stuff is, is pretty hilarious. Where, <laughs> where, where Majima just pops up like literally, like it says, like literally anywhere uh, to, to, to fight you basically. It's pretty funny. Um, like there was one, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's one instance where it's like, all right, there was a like, there's a map marker for him to like, like to meet him somewhere. Like, all right, like I'm walking into this fight willingly. I know that much. It's like, all right, fought him, uh, and <laughs> uh, and then I was like, all right, cool. 
uh, and then I went to the, a story marker and then like the story marker there was like literally, oh, I talked to a guy for literally like five seconds and then I had to go somewhere else. Uh, and then I'm walking down the alley and then fucking Majima pops out of a fucking manhole. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, I guess I'm fighting him again. Uh, but this time, like it's a harder fight than the one I'd walked into. And like it, like it took like three, my three health items and the, and I still left with like 10% health and I was like, oh God, I got to go. Get some more health. So I walk to the fucking burger shop and I get, <laughs> I get my fucking food. And after I finish eating my food, I turn around and fucking watch. I was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I'm like, come the fuck on. I fought him three times, like in a span of like 10 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I was like, I know. He's like, talk about an extra value meal. He's like, it's like a burger with the side of Kiryu Chan. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I I cannot wait to sit down and play that one. Uh, I've been uh, uh, Kiwami too. Well, like, well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very excited. Kiwami two or Yakuza two is considered one of the best ones, so I think you're in for quite the treat when you sit pop that one down in there. You actually got like a small teaser of it in Yakuza Zero. Like uh, you remember in uh, Goro's story where you bump into like this gigantic sixth grader with blonde yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah, like the joke is he grows up to be the main bad guy in Yakuza Two. Ah, okay. So that that that's gonna be super fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, on my end. Uh, I picked up a few games at discount, admittingly. I uh, bought Street Fighter Five, and right. and I did uh, unlock Cody, which I was really happy for. Uh, he's super fun to play. And uh, I also bought... Did you, buy the, did you buy the vanilla Street Fighter Five, or did you buy the, the arcade edition, like, release? Oh, oh, the arcade one. Okay. It was, like... $23 at the time, so it wasn't that bad. Oh. No, I'm not, I'm not spending 40 bucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I did that. I also, for the millionth time, I feel, bought Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Where? Uh, digital store. It's usually on sale for like 8 bucks. So that's... Uh, 4, 5, and 6 are usually on sale. Whenever there's a sale, it's usually on there for like $8 or $7.99. So, like... Uh, I was really watching some Resident Evil stuff, and uh, the sale popped up. I was like, all right, may as well get get one of them for uh, the console, and I got that one. I'll probably get the other two at some point. Um, really quick, uh, and potential spoiler for later in the news, but do you have anything about uh, Shadow of War? No. Okay. Well, lesser-known fact, uh, Shadow of War, you remember how it was full of microtransaction-y garbage? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. Well, uh, a recent update took all of that garbage out. Yeah, that garbage is it seems to be leaving a lot of games lately. I think uh, Forza, Forza Seven that that's that left, or like that's getting all of the <laughs> the loot boxes removed from it. Uh, they said that Horizon Four isn't going to have any of that. It's like okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, so they're taking all of it out. Out there's not going to be any more loot boxes. Uh, they did a lot of changes, especially to that godforsaken epilogue at the end of the game. <laughs> so I might actually sit down and play this game finally that I spent quite a bit of money on. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, aside from that, uh, I've got, uh, as I was telling Joe before we recorded, I have Octopath Traveler, the demo, downloading on my Switch. Uh, a game that's getting such recognition that my D&D &D group talked about it, and none of them own a Switch. 
<laughs> they're just but they they're on youtube quite a bit and they're talking about oh this game looks insane da, 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 and the, you know, it does look great so i can't wait yeah. to play it uh all right anything else going on in your end buddy um uh, no not really <laughs> all right as much as people would love it if i talked about the g1 climax that's going on at new japan for <laughs> wrestling all right let's take it to the news then all right um probably the biggest thing that's happened uh since we last recorded, is that uh, No Man's Sky finally got its big update. Um, and what an update. <laughs> it's it's a big one. Um, and, yeah, it, it seems to be going over extremely well. Yeah. What's it called now? No Man's Sky? This is what should have been released at launch, or is it next? <laughs> uh, no, it's the next update is what it's called. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like they, they changed quite a bit. Like this game, this game needless to say is completely different from how it was at launch now. Like, uh, <clears throat> starting at the most primitive level, they've prettied up the world quite, quite a bit. And the creatures look m- much better. Um, there's a lot more stuff to do in the world before it was pretty much, you just mine it for a bit and then move on to the next planet. But now you can build a base. You can actually interact with even more alien species, and they you can have them work there for you and what have you. Uh, there's more customization with the ships, with the guns, with your suit. Uh, the crafting is a lot more complex. Like now you're combining like two or three different things to create one thing that you need to power up your stuff. Uh, also, uh, the spaceships. I, I don't know if you remember going to a spaceship at the beginning of the game where you pretty much go into this gigantic planet-sized space station that only has one room somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, it looks like an actual Deep Space Nine level colony now with <laughs> multiple rooms and whatnot, which is great, which is great. <laughs> um, there's a third-person view now, so you can actually see your character and what have you. Which, <laughs> yeah. Which sounds like the most... like a very basic thing, but it's actually kind of cool to have. Um, there's a lot more hazards now on the planets. Uh, there's side quests that, uh, characters can give you now to like get you more resources and maybe even help you uh, learn their dialect a little bit better. Uh, you can buy freighters. Like you can actually have an entire fleet of ships that just all their sole purposes for maintaining your stuff and what have you is, is, uh, and, um, most importantly, Joe, we have actual goddamn multiplayer in this game, which was like the whole reason I bought it was we. I thought it would be a cool thing. Like me and Sandra start up uh, in different sections of the galaxy and we search around trying to find each other. I thought that would be really, really cool up until the point we found out, oh, that's not really at all possible. <laughs> but now it is totally freaking possible. So it's uh, it looks it's really different. Like I, I'm not really doing it justice. I feel just by talking about, it. but there's so much that you can do now. So there's so much details that are pretty up. Like I remember in the first month I was telling Joe about this, uh, when you come to a planet, like everything, all the resources you really need would be like in this gigantic mountain or this thing of earth that would stick out and you just shoot it and collect gold or nickel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you act, everything's in the earth that's all gone so it actually looks like an actual planet really so you have to first create a device to find uh resources underneath the ground and then you need to use your mining gun to dig a hole into the ground and get to those resources now so it's actually more lifelike really so 
it's actually it's actually really really super in depth. Uh, do you do you have anything else you wanted to say say on this one that I might not? Have said? <clears throat> Uh, well, the game also got some graphical updates as well, and mm. uh, it looks incredible. <laughs> like as people have been kind of going crazy uh, sharing screenshots, uh, you know, on, on Twitter and whatnot. And a lot of the stuff looks just really, really fantastic. Would you say it looks like that first trailer we saw? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like you know, even the addition of of uh, you know, like you said, you know, you got the third person camera mode, so you can see your character. Um, that goes a long way in a lot of the screenshots too that that people can can take now. It's like yeah, that that little having that little person you know kind of gaze at, at the the ridiculously beautiful universe around them, uh, you know, adds a lot to those screenshots. So it's it's yeah, it's been extremely impressive. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Joe. Mm. Not a dog spot, not a liver spot. But my spot. Uh, so I bought this game digitally, so I can just download and erase it and then re-download it again willy-nilly. But you, sir, you bought the physical copy <laughs> and you sold it as, you yep. know, rightfully you probably should have <laughs> at, <laughs> at that point in the year. So do you think you'll pick this game this game up again? Uh, it's a very strong chance because, um, you know, like, <laughs> um, yeah, because you can get that game for pretty cheap from Best Buy. It's like 20 bucks there. Um, so it's not a huge, you know, plunge to take. Um, it sucks if you're on Xbox because <laughs> you know the game came out as a, as a new game on Xbox and it's like fifty bucks, which is like eh, maybe not. But <laughs> but on PS4, it's like yeah, I'll, I'll definitely leaning towards uh, picking it up again. You know, it, it is interesting that something like that th- this game that you know now it's a definite purchase. It feels like, or at least a strong contender to get your money. Whereas the beginning, it didn't. I- I'm kind of curious. I don't know how you feel about this. Like a game that may have sucked at launch could potentially become something amazing, like down the road where mm-hmm. like, uh, imagine if something like this happened for Andromeda where, where granted they did try their best, but they eventually <laughs> tapped out. Like, <laughs> Like they've been at this game for two years, I think. Yeah, basically the game came out like what August twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, they've been working on it since since then, basically. And you know, even with this update being out, like they they said that they'll be updating the game basically every week. Uh, so it's it's you know it's not like they're they're all, they're done with it now that you know that this update is out. Um, <clears throat> yes, and it's you know it's not gonna be. According to, to Sean Murray, you know, the creator of the game, he said it's it's not going to be a loot box thing. It's not a microtransaction thing. He said it's, it's 100% free. Uh, it'll be like new community missions and events uh, for, for people to take part in. So, um, yeah, it's things are looking up for, for, for No Man's Sky, even to the point that uh, the game showed up on the UK sales charts again. Uh, it didn't break the top 10, but it, it showed up at number 12, which is... Pretty pretty good. <laughs> Joe, Joe, would you say the sky's the limit for them? Shut up, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do want to give credit for Sean, to Sean Murray for this because you know when it came out the reviews weren't great and uh, the game I don't want to say bombed because it sold quite a bit but after after that first initial month there was a tremendous downturn and. Uh, a lot of studios, I feel, would have just like said, "All right, this just failed. Let's move on to something <laughs> else." But no, they they kept at it, and now it's a really, really epic game, and now could get a following, and you can get millions of people playing it. Even who knows? So yeah, hats off to them. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
Anything else on No Man's Sky here? Um, no, just just that it's it's really great to see that uh, that the game is doing well. Oh, I remember now. Um, <laughs> the game uh, on Steam, it's you know it's out on PC as well, and it's been on PC this t- entire time too. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the user reviews uh, for the last couple of years have been like mostly negative on the No Man's Sky page, but since this update this uh, update came out, <laughs> Sean, Sean Murray uh, he, he tweeted out. A picture of the of the page after the update came out. He's like, "Yeah, mixed reviews now, baby. We're we're climbing up <laughs> <laughs> from negative to, to mixed." Hey, you know, like it's the little things like that. So well, <laughs> once again, really happy for him. <laughs> All right, what's the next story, Bob? All right, next up, uh, Spider Man. That game, that game uh, looks pretty good. People are looking forward to that. Uh, you'll be happy to know a couple of things here. One, the game has gone gold, so you can expect it to release uh, on time on September 7th, very soon. That's about, what, five weeks, six weeks away? Uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, but also, they announced uh, a limited edition Pro bundle uh, for PlayStation 4. So you can get a PS4 Pro uh, in Spidey, Ma- Spidey Red uh, with the big old Spider-Man logo on the front of it or the top of it. Uh, as well as a matching red and white controller mm. and a physical copy of the game, and that's uh, that'll retail for the regular four hundred bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. For for comparison, my my Destiny Two bundle was uh, was <laughs> four fifty. So good. Yeah, Activision's getting their money, <laughs> or <laughs> Bungie's getting their money. Excuse me. Tons of bitches. <laughs> um, but if if I had the money, I'd definitely throw down on it. Uh, by the way, uh, Joe pointed this out to me, but you should check out Insomniac's uh, Twitter for <laughs> their announced tweet about it, which is just amazing. <laughs> out of curiosity, is that in-game engine they made that shot, or is that like an action figure at a desk? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to t- Yeah, That's where we've come with graphics now, <laughs> folks. We can't tell. <laughs> But it was just perfect. I am super looking forward to the game. I'm raising the money to pre-order it. That's, uh, as I said, as soon as I saw the trailer, that very first trailer, which I was just like, yep, that's a day one purchase for Malcolm right there. And thankfully, the game looks like it's going to be fantastic, which, uh, you know, knock on wood, because uh, that's (laughs) just because the game looks great doesn't always mean it's going to be great. But I have a a strong feeling on this one. Yeah. some might say it looks amazing. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, it could be spectacular. Uh, uh, or maybe it'll be web of. I'm, I'm, I'm out of... <laughs> those, are all, those are all the adjectives that they've used for Spider-Man titles. I'm out of them. Just the two. <laughs> those puns were far from superior. That's for sure. God damn it. That's <laughs> <the one> I, <laughs> uh, I was hoping you wouldn't remember that one. Too. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, are you excited for Spider-Man? Or have you pre-ordered it yet? Uh, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but yeah, I'll definitely be copping that on day one. Mm, mm. And so, yeah, congratulations. I'm happy to hear that because I would have been heartbroken if it wasn't coming in September. But yeah, looks great. All right. What's the next story? <laughs> uh, speaking of going gold, Malcolm, uh, also going to press is Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, that'll be out September 14th. The week after Spider-Man. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, I I don't know what to do for that one there. Because, you know, Spider-Man's getting my money. I'm sorry, Tomb Raider. And I do want to get Tomb Raider. But 
I have to be picky now, so it's a little tough. Yeah. I might have to do Gamefly again. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably look into doing that. <laughs> Freaking A. I'll just cut out Hulu and just get Gamefly. That should work out. So. <laughs> uh, it's a shame because I, I feel like we haven't really heard as much about this one as opposed to the other two. Am I alone there? Or? Um. Yeah, I mean, they, I think I feel like they just kind of shortened the window for from like announcement to release. I feel like that that was a lot. That window was larger for the previous two games. Like they announced this one, what like six weeks ago? Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and then they're like, hey, yeah, and there'll be more D three, and then there was a lot more D three, and then now it's gold. <laughs> it's like okay, it's been like a span of three months. Yeah, just getting it out there, right there. Yeah, which is fine. That's fine by me. <laughs> Like at this point, I think they know that people already have a pretty good idea of what those games are, and know that most people have made up their minds one way or another when they hear "Here's a new Tomb Raider game." So, yeah. So this is, the, of course, the epic conclusion to the uh, Tomb Raider reboot. So I'm very curious about it because I've enjoyed the other two games. Like the first one was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed the second one. Uh, I don't know if it quite got me quite the same as the first one, but I still played it all the way through. And uh, I love the extra tidbits that they added for the PS4 release. Uh, this one looks like it's coming to both consoles. So that's good. None of this timed exclusive nonsense there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they learned their lesson on, on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad call, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right call for Microsoft, but not necessarily for Square. Mm, mm, mm. Disgraceful. Mm. <laughs> All right. What's the next story, man? Uh, next story is that uh, Fallout 76's beta uh, will be going live in October. Uh, but the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, they, they did the thing where it's like, yeah, if you pre-order the game, you'll get into the beta. Uh, but the thing here is that uh, <laughs> what they'll be doing is that they'll be pulling people from a pool uh, of pre-orders. So, like, not, not everyone's going to get in right away, uh, which is, to me, a little bizarre. But that's the way they're going with it. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's that is a little weird. Yeah, it's like uh, I feel like what they're gonna do is that they're gonna like I feel like for sure the people that they'll be pulling last from from that pool uh, would be the the people who pre-order on Amazon whose whose money they don't get until they ship the game to them. Because <laughs> I was gonna I was thinking about pre-ordering the game on Amazon just to get into the beta, uh, knowing but, that I wouldn't have to pay for it until. Hey, that's how, go ahead. <laughs> Like, knowing that I wouldn't have to pay for it until basically, like, two days before the game is out. Uh, that's how I got into the Destiny beta. Good old Amazon. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it still counts. Give me my code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if I don't like it, yeah, fuck it. Cancel it. Uh, and, you know, it's important. This is like, a, you know, for most betas, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. It's just an excuse to play the game for, like, for like a weekend before the game is out or whatever. Uh, but for someone like Fallout 76, it's like, yeah, I have no idea how this game is actually going to fucking shake out <laughs> as an online thing. Uh, so the beta is, is, is pretty important to see if people are going to actually enjoy what that game is going to entail. Um, so hopefully it goes well and hopefully it's, the thing is good, right? Yeah. I'm very interested to see how it's going to work. Cause on the one hand, it sounds like it could be fun. On the other hand, it sounds like imagine dark souls, except invaders have nukes. So, <laughs> oh, how how terrible would that game be if that was the case? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm very interested. I'm surprised they're being so finicky. Like, I would figure, you know, Destiny, you know, we've set our pieces on uh, the whole Destiny game and whatnot. But as far as the betas 
for each game have been concerned, I think they handled them really well. In which case, hey, let's get as many people on the server as possible so we can see glitches for it now. Yeah. As opposed to, let's just pick like five people and, <laughs> and be shocked <laughs> when it doesn't work. <laughs> so uh, I, I like your theory, definitely, that you know maybe they're just trying to cut out the those guys from Amazon there. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I said, I feel like they should try to get because granted, I think he said there's only going to be like seven people per session or something like that. But at the same time, yeah. it's going to be like a million games with seven people at once. So yeah. you'd still want them to practice, but we'll we'll see what happens. I assume uh, they know better than I do. So <laughs> yeah, they might know better <laughs> than us and how their games are are developed. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next story? Uh, the next story is a game that I had completely forgotten about until I saw this new story, but uh, Darksiders 3. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, those first two games came out, and then THQ shit the bed, and it's been good. Everyone running, hey, what about a Darksiders 3? Well, good news is November 27th uh, is when you can finally get your hands on on that. Uh, and as a refresher, um, you know, the Darksiders games previously had you play well, the whole point of those games is that you play as a different uh, horseman of the apocalypse. Uh, what were the first two ones? Uh, one was war, and the other one was... Uh, death. Death, yes. Uh, and then this one, Darksiders 3, has you playing as Fury. Um, and, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, and Remember Darksiders? Yeah, I do. In fact, uh, when they did the initial reveal for Darksiders 3, they, you may forget may have forgotten but on PSN they had the Fury pack which was the first two games for 20 bucks so I picked that up immediately so but yeah it been it's been a minute since we've heard anything about this game isn't it it's been yes it's been a hot minute <laughs> for sure so yeah I'm very curious uh, I hope they drop some more gameplay footage of it you know before then obviously but November dang fall yes. is, fall is starting to get expensive yes it is and let's see. So Darksiders three, and we also have Fallout coming that month too. Yeah. Oof. Good lord. <laughs> uh, if you had to pick between the two, Joe, which one would you go with? Between Darksiders and uh, Fallout. Yeah. Uh, Fallout for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never played the the previous two Darksiders games. Like I know they're good, but uh, I just when they came out on PS three, I just didn't have the time for them, and and even the remasters that have come out for both of them on PS four, I like I think I've got couple of them on like i think they're available on like each one was available on either ps plus or or xbox live i don't remember i'd have to look into it <laughs> imagine at least one of them was at some yeah, point. yeah. Hey, but it must have been after i bought the fury pack because i wouldn't have dropped 20 bucks on a game on that <laughs> that'd be a little embarrassing so <laughs> you fucking sucker <laughs> i'm gonna spend more than i have to dude. <laughs> You fucking maroon. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, that's a bit of an uphill climb. I kind of feel that way with uh, Tomb Raider going up this a week, a even a week after Spider-Man comes out. So we'll see. Square Enix, uh, or at least that game, it comes out at, like, usually pretty bad times, I, I feel. Yeah. Publishers just have to look into, you know, maybe getting a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, they should just, you know, like, there should be, like, a Google calendar that goes around at all developers. Like, what's coming out when? <laughs> and, you know, kind of plan accordingly. You're like, oh, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out that month. Maybe we should do a different <laughs> month. <Yeah. laughs> 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out then? Maybe the next month. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm sure that, that'll be on sale for Black Friday at some point. Who knows? Yeah. All right. What's the next story, buddy? Uh, the next story is uh, another release date here for a previously announced game, but one that I'm much more excited about is that Guacamelee 2, baby. That's Ooh. coming out August 21st. I think the last time I heard about Guacamelee 2 was the previous, not the last one, but the previous E3 at the uh, Sony pre-show. Uh, yeah, whenever it is that they announced it was basically the only time I've heard of it, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, I'm happy that it's coming out very soon. Uh, you can pre-order it now on PSN if you'd like. I believe they've got a 20% discount for, for plus subscribers. Nice. Uh, well, I, I got to look into that. So, and what what was the date for it again? Uh, August 21st. Oh, wow. That's really quick. Good Lord. Yeah, man. I, fuck, I love Guacamelee so much. I, I've <laughs> that When it came out on Xbox One, they came out for free on, as part of their Games of Gold. Uh, and I platinumed that game on, on PS3 and Vita because they shared a trophy list there. I got all the achievements in the Xbox One version. Uh, and then I think it was on PlayStation Plus as well at some point uh, for PS4. So I got that platinum as well. So uh, beat the hell out of Guacamelee <laughs> uh, every chance I got. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with my Vita. It's just been sitting there for the longest you time. You know, I found my Vita like three, like not even three, so like five or six weeks ago at this point now. And I was like, because <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is my Vita? I don't think I pulled it out since I moved here in September. <laughs> uh, and I, I grabbed it and I, I charged it, and then I never turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was charge it, and it's probably dead again. I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you you charged it. You turned it on. It asked you to set the clock, and you're like, "Fuck this, man!" <laughs> it did, it did. I was like, "No, <laughs> not worth it." What? Why does it do that every time? Why? Like, surely they could have they could have put some like little um, like just put some onboard RAM on there. Like, not even we need like two kilobytes to fucking save the time. That, that's probably what killed the Vita right there. Like, when, when you're asked for the thirtieth time to set your clock, it's like, okay, how good is this machine that it constantly forget what time it is? <laughs> Like, literally the only portable device I've ever owned that makes me do that every time the battery runs out. Oh, my God. Like, my, like none of my DSs ever did that. Like, my fucking phones don't do that. My tablets don't do that. Like, why the fuck does Vita do that? I, I was just thinking, you're absolutely right. The DS never did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they managed to figure out how to save the fucking time. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine if your phone did that every time the battery died, asking <laughs> you to set the time. It's like, no. It's like, it's like you connect to the, It's like, I, I've connected you to the internet. Figure it out. <laughs> It does connect to the internet. What the hell? <laughs> Why does it ask you? <laughs> you can connect to freaking 3G service for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, I'll never understand. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I think like right now it's worth like 60 bucks. So oh, you may as well just keep it. Yeah, exactly. Like if it, <laughs> if it was like a hundred something, I probably would have put it toward if, if it was like a hundred something, I'd probably put it and my PS4 towards like another pro or something like that by now, just to get that taken care of. What have I could probably get that red spider Spider-Man PS4 pro. That would be nice. Oh, well, <laughs> all right, moving on. What else happened? Uh, we've got an interesting update here, uh, that I didn't see coming. Uh, Metal Gear Solid five, the Phantom pain, uh, got an update. For some reason, I don't know who's working on Metal Gear Solid Five over at Konami, but uh, the new update lets you play as quiet, which is interesting. Huh. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, let's play this quiet. Um, yeah, I, I have. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, man. Metal Gear Solid Five. I haven't thought about that game in a while. Uh, right. But, but, <laughs> but on top of being able to play this quiet, it also adds a hard difficulty to the the forward operating base missions. Uh, fixes a few bugs. Uh, there you go. Yeah, this that this is the first I've heard of it. So as soon as you said, yeah, an update for Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, the first question was why. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last update they did for it was uh, a PlayStation, a, a PS4 Pro update, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, which all it did was was add like 4K upscaling. I don't I don't think they even did anything. Like actual, like actual, like oh, they, like we improved the graphics for PS4 Pro. It's like no, I just let you upscale the 4K. <laughs> it's like oh, that's, well, why are we here then? <laughs> well, after the success that uh, Survive got, maybe they realized where the power lied as far as Metal Gear goes. And uh, you know that I still haven't beat Metal Gear Five. Yeah, me neither. I'm probably it's weird because it's like I love Metal Gear Solid so much. Like I've beaten every game in the series. Like. More than once, at least three times each. Uh, and I can agree that Metal Gear Solid 5, gameplay-wise, is the best of them all mm. by a pretty wide margin. Uh, and yet, I've never beaten it. It's yeah. weird. It's like, it's like, I don't know, it feels like the game was almost too big, and I just kind of fell out of it. So I think a lot of the problem was I did spoil myself at a certain point, and I'm like, wait, it's building up to that? Really? <laughs> And then at that point, like, I think the last thing I did was the the Paz uh, side mission. And, you know, after you finished that, you know, I just sort of felt like it, it was almost an out-of-body experience. Like, it was so so much of a bummer that I had to put the controller down for a little bit, and I never went back. <laughs> but the you're right. Like, the, the gameplay is amazing, especially once you get better at it. Like, I remember I would actually go back and replay missions just to get S rank on a few of them. Like, I... <laughs> I enjoyed the game that much. And there was that one mission where you can finish it in less than 10 seconds. It's literally, you just walk up to a hill, pull out a sniper rifle. And the guy that you're supposed to assassinate is actually peeking through a window at a certain spot. If you know where to go and you take the shot, he's dead. And you uh, go back to the extraction <laughs> point. <laughs> like if you're super fast, you can get there before the copter leaves permanently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like gameplay wise, it's, the best one it but it doesn't the thing here's the problem it doesn't have the story that or a level of story that the other other four or five have depending on what you count like i would consider peace walker superior in terms of story yeah yeah story-wise yeah it's definitely not my favorite but gameplay-wise it's like it's man i just i've flirted with the idea of going back to it and just fucking finishing it but i feel i'm afraid that i'm gonna I'm, i would like open the like the file or whatever and then it, like i'd have no idea what i was actually in the middle of uh i, I haven't had an issue like that since the nes days when i'd rent a <laughs> rpg <laughs> in the days before fucking quest logs or whatever yeah you're like, what? You're like, what the fuck where am i going where did i come from like you're just in the middle of a town and like uh who do i talk to what am i doing god damn it and you'd have to start over because you had no idea yeah oh it was terrible (laughs) i remember like the the game that actually beat that curse for me was uh final fantasy tactics that was like the last game that i ever rented repeatedly to beat and that (laughs) most most of that was thanks to the fact that i had a memory card so i guess that doesn't even count (laughs) yeah Because God forbid somebody else rented it and they erased your file. <laughs> yeah. No. 
you know, when that happens, you either have two choices. One, you just take the late fees and finish it. Or two, you just pony up the money to buy it yourself at that point. <laughs> We're talking about putting up like $80 in, in 1991 cash. And oh. no, th- no, thank you. That's how much it was for an NES at the time. God damn it. It's, <laughs> it's cheaper now and more advanced. Figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right. What's the next story, buddy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, which as we've discussed before, uh, when we're talking about Ubisoft D3 thing, the huge game for Ubisoft, uh, and they've got a new policy in place where they're instantly banning players who use any kind of slur, uh, online, uh, which is fantastic. Hmm. That's it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, it says here that players who use hate speech will be banned from all components of Siege for a period of around 30 minutes on their first offense. Second and third instances carry two-hour bans, uh, and then three strikes uh, equals a permanent ban, uh, which is, yeah, that's a pretty good hard stance. Uh, it was funny, though, because, <laughs> like, I saw some people online, they're like, <laughs> where they're like, oh, yeah, like, like they'll type, like, playing on PC or whatever, they'll type in the chat, like, before the round starts, like, yeah, don't use any bad words. And then, like, someone will instantly, because it's the internet, like, if someone will instantly type a bad word <laughs> in the chat and get instantly banned, you're like, huh, like, it's now a viable strategy to type that <laughs> to get enemy players out of the game uh, because people are assholes and will instantly react that way. Now, I'm curious, did they give a list, which we wouldn't be able to read on the show? But... No, nor <laughs> would I read it, but you can figure out, you know. Racial and homophobic slurs. Are, oh, okay. Are, are, would be what gets you out of there. All right. So I just like if I was like playing a game with you and I called you a jerk, would that be considered hate no. speech? Or okay? <laughs> no, like actual like. <laughs> hate uh, well, that that is good. That's a step in the right. If it works properly, like if there's if like if I call you a dumb dumb and I get banned, you know that's obviously a terrible system, <laughs> but. <laughs> But if it's working accurately, then great. It's nice to have like a game where you don't need to worry about that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else you had to say on this one, bud? No, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right. So now, is it like an algorithm that just notices the word over the conversation, or are they actually having guys like monitoring it, or which would be crazy? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. It's it says here to make some changes. Hold on, players use hate speech. Uh, I'm looking here. No system is perfect, but it is working intended in the majority of the cases we've been seeing. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't say. It. Yeah, it's an auto ban system. So I, I guess it's, uh, yeah, it's for for what people type. And, and I guess that would be more for the PC uh, version of the game where, you know, they've got the little chat log in the bottom of the screen. Uh, can't really pull out a keyboard in the middle of your PS1 or Xbox One session, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that translates over to the ps4 and xbox but nevertheless it's it's good <laughs> right on all right what's the next story bud uh let's see we got a couple of re-releases uh to talk about here first up is shenmue one and two uh that's <laughs> your favorite <laughs> my favorites uh, <laughs> sega has announced that those two re-releases will be coming august 21st so between uh that or Guacamelee too. I know which one I'm going. Uh, but anyway, thirty bucks gets you uh, both of those games. Uh, there you go. Mm. So, just like a quick recap, we got Shinmu coming out in August. We got Yakuza Two Kiwami 
coming out mm-hmm. in August. And then we've got the cult classic Fire Move or Fire Pro Wrestling coming out in August as well. Joe, out of those three, pick a winner. Oh, it's it's Kawami for for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree. Like no disrespect <laughs> to Fire Move, but if I had to pick one or the other. And no disrespect to Shenmue as well, who had fans who <laughs> listen to the show. But if I had to pick one or the other, yeah, yeah Yakuza. Yakuza is going to be – I love that every game is being remade and every game is getting extra stuff. So it's actually <laughs> worth it. So it's like uh, – not yeah. that the games weren't bad and weren't worth it before, but they're adding more value to it, which is kind of crazy when you sit back and think about it. Yeah, and as someone who's never played these Yakuza games until they started being re-released – uh, I'm very happy to hear that they're all <laughs> being remade because uh, I've loved every one of them so far. Um, and speaking of, of Kiwami 2, uh, there is a demo out now for, for that on, on PS4 if you want to check that out. Ooh, uh, that's, cool. And that's coming out August 28th, so that's the week after uh, Shamu 1 and 2. So it's interesting to see Sega. Sega's the one re-releasing all of this stuff. Uh, it's interesting to see them coming in consecutive weeks uh, from the same publisher. Um, yeah, and what I love about Yakuza is that is that it, it's it's what it's what Shenmue should have been. It's the <laughs> it's the evolved version of Shenmue. <laughs> just... Like, why don't we just like why don't people just focus on playing Yakuza instead? It's right there. Exactly. Thank you. It's a fantastic <laughs> game. I'm pretty sure someone has said it's what Shenmue sh- should have been like, but yeah, or wished it was. But <laughs> the whole story is great, uh, and. Oh, I can't wait to two is one of my absolute favorites just because the story is so ridiculously epic. And that's, which is saying something considering every Yakuza game is ridiculously epic in its own way. So, <laughs> And um, yeah. And, and interesting to know here is that, <clears throat> you know, Kawami one shared an engine with Yakuza zero. Um, those were built on and one engine, but uh, Kawami two is built on the engine that they use for Yakuza six, which is, like like as good as I thought, you know, Yakuza Zero looked. Um, yeah, Yakuza Six uh, is like leagues ahead uh, graphically of, of you know all the other Yakuza games before it. Um, so just knowing that you know that game that Yakuza Kiwami Two is going to look that good, that's 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 extremely exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm super stoked, and uh, I love this. It was a story about Shenmue, but we turned it all completely about Yakuza Two, where it should be. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, But I am excited for Fire Move Pro Wrestling, especially with the New Japan deal they got going on. But for those of you who don't know, before WWE came up with the idea of, hey, let's do Create a Wrestler, this was the game that did that. So you could do any sort of matchup you wanted. Plus, you have insane matches like C4 barbed wire matches. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I used to play so much Fire Pro Wrestling back in the day, like, uh, like, me and my friends in high school, we would go to the computer lab after school uh, and and run in the Super Nintendo emulator on the computers there and play uh, Super Fire Pro Wrestling X on there. Oh, <laughs> and, nice. Man, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And like, the, back in those days, they pretty much had all the wrestlers there just called something di- different. <laughs> yeah. And and the and the creation tools, you know, between the way the wrestlers look and and all the move sets, uh, you can basically create any wrestler that you've ever heard or seen uh, ever in wrestling history and make them pretty fucking accurately. Uh, and you know, now with with Fire Pro Wrestling World, uh, you know, those tools have expanded. The community is so much bigger, uh, and with the game, 
you know, the modern age of being able to connect online to be able to upload and download uh, your creations. Uh, extremely exciting stuff <laughs> for Fire Pro fans uh, such as ourselves. Indeed. Indeed. All right. What's the next story, bud? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see uh, well, this, this is more for me here, Malcolm, but Gran Turismo Sport got a new update today. Uh, adding some more cars. They've been doing a lot of updates uh, for the game since it released a little while ago. Uh, and each each uh, update brings with it uh, new cars, new tracks. Uh, this is no different. You get uh, one, two, three, f- seven cars with this update. Uh, you get a new track set in France uh, that I don't think has ever appeared in, uh, in a previous Gran Turismo game. Uh, you get some more single-player stuff. Um... Pretty exciting stuff, right? Looking at this car list, uh, that's super exciting for the most part, except for the Mazda 787B, uh, an iconic race car uh, that I've been kind of pining for since they started adding more cars to this game. Uh, I'm glad to finally see it there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Nice, nice. I've been meaning to get the new Gran Turismo for a while, mainly because my wife's into racing games, or so she says. Uh she has a nasty habit of whenever she tells me she's into the game and I buy it first, she never p- plays it once. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the game has been updated quite a bit now. This is the 1.23 update for it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, the con- it's a lot of stuff. So, like, what if, if you ever do buy the game, it, it's gonna be, that first uh, patch that you download is going to be pretty hefty. Like, I think the game is, like, 70 gigs uh, on my PS4 right now. Uh, so obviously 50 of that is on the disc or whatever. So another 20 gigs worth of downloads to, it's a, it's a big game. It's a beefy game now. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Have have anything else on this one, bud? Uh, no, just, just happy to see Grand Tourism Spark continue to get updated and supported. Oh yeah. They usually do a good job with uh, supporting Grand Turismo, don't they? Or it's, um, yeah, I mean, because the games have never... I mean, the games have had DLC before, but, you know, it's always been... Well, I mean, Grand Turismo 6, I think the only thing they had was, like, microtransactions, where it's like, yeah, you can buy credits if you want, but that's it. Uh, and I don't think anyone ever did that, because, like, the game was still pretty... Like, it, like, the game was still, like... You could still earn credits pretty easily in that game, so I was like, why would I? <laughs> um, and every time they updated that game, it was the same way. It's like, yeah, it's it's an update, and you, you get new cars for free. Um as opposed to the Forza model, where it's like, yeah, it's a fifty dollar car pass, and <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Get the garage pass, and <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Like I bought the God, I bought the fucking ultimate edition of Forza fucking six. Uh, so two two Forzas ago, basically. Uh, and that came with the car pass or whatever. I was like, all right, let's see what we get here. And, you know, for the first six months of the game, it's like, yeah, okay, those those are included. And then, like, a seventh car pass came out, or car pack came out, and I was like, cool. And I went to download it, and it's like, yeah, that's that'll be $2 per car or $10 for the pack. It's like, but I got the car pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it only covers the first six uh, DLCs. It's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Should ask for the car facts. God damn so after that, I, I said, fuck you to buying Forza DLC. <laughs> like, buy the car pass, which, you, which they kind of market as the ultimate fucking DLC fucking pass for that game. And you still have to buy for, you still have to pay for additional cars after the fact. It's like, well, what's the point? Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got any, 
Go, go ahead. Red Circle just gives you cards for fucking free, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. And they don't come out with a new Gran Turismo every year as opposed to Forza. <laughs> Those Forza games just have not been good. No. Those, I mean, the Horizon games have been good. But yeah, fucking, fair enough. Yeah. But the motorsport ones, the, 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 the equivalent to, to Gran Turismo, the, I just have not liked any of the Xbox One ones that they've released. Mm. And it's a shame because they do look beautiful. I will say that. No, yeah, they look incredible. Like even on the base hardware, like on Xbox One X, I, like I saw Forza Seven, I was like, yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that kind of eats Gran Turismo's lunch, uh, even on PS4 Pro. Um, but yeah, it's the game itself. Just I don't think they're good. <laughs> like man. All right. Any other stories, buddy? I don't have any additional news stories, but I did want to bring up something that came up as I was digging through news. It's not news per se, but Persona 4 did turn 10 since uh, we last recorded. I thought that's, yeah, man, that's pretty neat. Oh, <laughs> I, did not buy, I did not play the game originally when it came out on PS2 10 years ago, but you know, playing that game on, on Vita a few years after that, um, man, just one of the in my estimation, uh, one of the all-time great RPGs. Yeah, and, I, and maybe I'm being a little full of myself here. I feel like that was the one that really put Persona on the map. Like, I think one through three were essentially, like, really big in Japan type of deals. Yeah, like, and, and Persona 3, I think, I guess, in, in hindsight, you know, kind of looking through the history of the series, like, I think the social links, they introduced the social, the social stuff with 3, I believe, right? Hmm. Uh and I think that kind of helped a little bit. Like people are like, "Hey, this this stuff is kind of interesting," <laughs> um, but it didn't quite break through. But with Persona Four, uh, and even then, the original release of Persona Four was, you know, didn't light the world on fire the way the Vita version did. Now, do you think they'll ever release a Persona Five Golden? Um, I would play it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I mean. I guess, I mean, they have a history of, of kind of revamping the game one way or the other. Uh, they've done that with Persona 3 for sure. Like the PSP version is a pretty different version of that from the PS2 game. Uh, and then, you know, Persona 4 Golden added, you know, a whole new character with with Marie. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see if they go that route with, uh, with Persona 5. Mm. I also wouldn't be mad if they just released Persona 4 on, on, PS, on PS4 as well. <laughs> right? Like, just get on that. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Stories I wanted to talk about. Um, granted, this isn't uh, PS4 related, but uh, over the last week or so, uh, a little game called Octopath Traveler came out on Switch. <laughs> and apparently Square was not ready for how ready everybody else was for this game <laughs> as uh, the physical copy sold out not once, but twice spe specifically on Amazon <laughs> to such an extent that square has apologized twice now on, uh, on Twitter about how well the game was selling and that how hard <laughs> it is to get now granted you could get it digitally, but why would you ever get anything digitally on the switch? But uh... <laughs> yeah, that's man. Did I learn my lesson <laughs> with the 3ds? <laughs> Oh look! Seriously, guys, just it's like like I don't I I don't, I just don't get it. It's like man, you have to you have to really consider the 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 just the totality of like, am I ever going to get rid of this hardware? <laughs> because if you if if you decide to go digital with that stuff, yeah, yeah, it's like because you're not going to fucking get it back. Exactly. Goddamn. Let's say. It's like you really, there's really no, but you, you, you have to get game packs for that thing, but I digress. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it's sold out all over the place. So it's doing really well, which is one of the reasons I'm really stoked to try out this demo after I get everything edited together here. So uh, it's doing really well. And uh, it's uh, I don't know if you saw any of the behind the scenes stuff for Octopath Traveler, but essentially it was like really cool listening to the team talk about how they came up with this. Then they're essentially it's like, yeah, we just wanted to make a game with our own ideas here. Like granted we have the guys who make, we're surrounded by the guys who made final fantasy six and you know, that's cool. And if we were making final fantasy six too, we would definitely ask them for advice, but we just wanted to try this thing out on our own with the ideas that we had. So, and it seems to be paying off for them quite well. So I'm so, so good on them. Good on them. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I got here. Unless you found anything else while I was talking about Octopath. Uh, no. All right. Right on. Folks, that does it for this edition of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard, just head on over to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash thefirmup, and uh, help us out on there. You can also find us, uh, if you like what you heard, you can also subscribe to our shows on your Apple device. Just go over to the podcast app and look the firmware update and hit that subscribe button also helps our show expand to more audiences if you give us a five-star written review you can also find us on if android devices as well with apps like podbeam.com we're on stitcher radio and we're also on an app that we enjoy called pocket Cast, which is a great way to both uh, listen to and subscribe to podcasts as well you can also find us on our webpage, thefirmup.com and where you can download each episode physically from there. We also have a Facebook page, which give us a like on there, helps expand our audience as well. You can also find us on Twitter at PSML for me, at 123 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, no, sir. Beauty. Folks, we'll see you next time. Adios.